welcome to episode 21 of Scourge Divas. I am Kirsty and with me as always is Casey. Hi. I'm going to I'm going to take the opportunity before we do anything Casey to plug our Twitch account. Oh please do. <laughs> because we played uh, Disco Elysium yesterday, which I'd vaguely heard of and knew nothing about. Um, I, I, and I was the same. I knew a bit more about it than you did um having played the first 20 minutes of it last month, but yeah, beyond that very little. How much of those first 20 minutes were um, setting up like skill points and stuff? Only a couple of minutes. Okay, because that took us quite a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we, I knew nothing about it and it, it, it completely exceeded the non-existent expectations that I had. And I'm not going to say anything more than that. Yeah. It was a pretty wild ride. It's yeah, it's uh, it's it's been odd. Odd. Yeah, yeah, we've made some we've made some <laughs> enormous mistakes. Some questionable choices. <laughs> yeah, and, and both in in the game and before we even started playing the game. Uh, but we're also we're also going to play magic and stuff on there. So you should follow us at twitch.tv slash scourge divas. Scourge underscore divas. Scourge underscore divas. I was about to say that's total nonsense. Twitch.tv slash scourge underscore divas. Yeah. Was Scourge Divas taken? I don't remember. Because <laughs> I, I, I really feel like you've just done that to consistently trip me up. I mean, I can see about changing it. I can see no other reason why. <laughs> it's like you put a sneaky underscore in there. I don't know. I honestly don't remember. Let's watch Kirsty fuck up the uh, Twitch plugin every single week. Because I do it every single week. I may, have been, uh, I may have been distracted when I was setting it up or something. That's fair. How is how is your two weeks or so since we last recorded been, Casey? It's been all right. I did a lot of housework. That's good. Uh, my flatmate has returned from her American adventure. Excellent. To the delicious weather that we've got. Yeah. Bet it was better in the states. Uh, probably not. She was in like New York area, so it was freezing cold. Oh, well. I mean, at least you're in New York, I guess. <laughs> Even if it's cold. Um, yeah, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Stellaris off-screen and getting absolutely fucked over by other alien races. Nice. What's Stellaris? It's a, um, a space exploration expansion empire building game. Oh, nice. I want to say it sounds like No Man's Sky, but actually I realise it's probably nothing like No Man's Sky. No, it's more like um, something like Universal... Europa Universalis or uh, Seven Space, that that sort of kind of thing. I've played none of those, so that, that that educates me not at all. Other than playing Stellaris, I've been I've been streaming, um, playing some Brawl and some Standard, which was I'm sure you'll remember one of my goals at the start of the year. It was, it was, and that 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 provides a nice segue into into what we're going to talk about first. Yeah. <laughs> So, one of my goals at the start of the year, to cast your mind back to the episode that we did just after the new year where we talked about our goals, was to play competitive magic. Yes. Which I did. You did? Excellent. How did it go? So, I went to a Pioneer 1K uh, qualifier at one of my favourite stores, Geeks and Gamers in Falkirk. You should 100% go there if you're in the area. It's great. They've got hot dogs. Definitely should. Hot dogs and slush puppies. I gather occasionally there's a dog. There's definitely occasionally a dog. I've seen the dog. I think it's also the best coffee I've had in a game store. That's also true. Definitely is. Game store coffee varies wildly. Yeah. So I went to play this 1K. And the thing I like about these 1Ks is that it's like it's 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 competitive. Like it's run at CompRail. Um, it qualifies you for a, a sort of end of year tournament where you can win a thousand pounds. So it is, it is competitive. But mm. at the same time, they're kind of smallish events um you get a lot of sort of local players turning up because it's their local store and they want to play as well as some of the the more competitive players from all over the country because it's it's literally pretty much right in the middle of the sort of store network in scotland so you get people coming from like the borders you get people coming up from sort of the more northerly places like aberdeen and dundee but everybody's like really nice, and it's it's a very laid back competitive event. It's not really like a like an MCQ or something where everybody's kind of high stakes competitive, wanting to win. Yeah, I would recommend tournaments like that to anybody that's wanting to kind of try their hand at competitive magic because it was it was good. It's 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 not an intimidating environment. So I went to this one K, 
um, with a few of our local players and my husband. Um, I'd I've I've never played Pioneer before prior to this. This was last Sunday. Sunday just passed. Yeah. Um, I was given a Sultai Delirium deck probably the the evening before. So lots of time for practice. Lots of time for practice. I think I played maybe like two games. Okay. Um, with this deck, and then I, I I rocked up with it to this this one K, but. I, I kind of got the gist of it. It's got like Uro in it, so you you know you you you're basically just like filling your graveyard up with shit so that you can you can escape Uro. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got Emrakul the Promised End. Is that the that's, one that the most recent one? That's the one that's legal in Pioneer, yeah. Yeah, that one. So which costs one less to cast for every card type that's in your graveyard. So you're basically filling your graveyard up with stuff so that you can cast Emrakul quickly. You can escape Uro. That's kind of how you win. It's got like Sater Wayfinders and Traverse the Overworld and, and things like that. So I, I turned up with this and I'd, I'd never played Pioneer and I, all I kind of knew about Pioneer is what I've picked up from social media, which is that Demir Inverter is a good deck Yeah. and Lotus Breach is a good deck. Yeah. Those are like the two decks that I knew, basically. And I, I had very little knowledge of how how they worked and how I was going to beat them. So I was like, okay, well, you know what? Screw it. This is this is. I'm literally just turning up for fun. Yeah. Um, to play in a, a comp magic event, kind of find my feet again a little bit, and and then get back into it. So I was expecting to face those. Uh, and I turned out I didn't face either of them all day. That's probably good. I didn't face the same deck. There was five rounds. I didn't face the same deck twice. That is good. Which was fun. Yeah. So round one, right? I I I I'm sitting down round one. and I'm like, okay, I don't I don't know what's going on. I I don't know what it's kind of it's it's nice in a way to kind of have no idea what's going on because you're kind of like let's just wing it, which is my approach to most things. But at the same time, if you've never really played a deck and so that someone's just given you and you're sitting down in a format where you have no idea what's coming, mm-hmm. kind of difficult to make decisions. Yes. So I I'm I'm sitting down opposite this 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 deck round one and it's like it's gruel and I got beat by my own I don't think I drew enough land uh the, my my opponent was playing like the love struck beast and and things like that sure so I just got beat down by creatures and I was like, okay it's just like a kind of gruely creaturey beat down deck that's fair I was like cool okay well you know I can probably beat this if I if I start drawing enough stuff to get an Uro out, or Emrakul, or I'm, I'm trying to think what other creatures were in the deck. The place Nesto shakes the world, you can animate your lands, things like that. So I'm like, cool, I can I can probably put up a game against this mm-hmm. if I draw land. What happened in game two was um, my opponent plays a bunch of stuff again, and then plays Slaughter... It's not Slaughter Games, what's it called? What does it do? I can't remember. <laughs> it's just literally gone out of my head. Let me just have a look. At the pioneer deck list and see, this is really bad. It's red and it's like the enchantment, the possibility storm. That's it. Oh, okay. Possibility storm. So, my opponent drops down a possibility storm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that, that's a card that I've not seen since um like Ravnica, basically. I was like, that, that's whenever somebody plays a card that's got a lot of text, I get worried. Can I can I take a guess on on what's going to happen? I, t- I t- t- take a guess on what what you thought the next few minutes consisted of in this game. So you've already mentioned that they played Lovestruck Beast. Yep. So Lovestruck Beast's got a sorcery on it, but it's not a sorcery. Yep. Was there only one actual sorcery in their deck, but lots of adventures that are sorceries? Um there no. There was three adventures that were sorceries, but there was Oh I get I get what you're saying, yeah. Um, there were two. This deck list has two sorceries, but I only saw one actual sorcery. But I think I think I know what you're getting at. So they were they were using the adventures to effectively cast their big sorceries for cheap. That is correct. Right. Was it Enter the Infinite? It was Enter the Infinite. For right. so for for people that don't, <laughs> for people, <laughs> this is pretty much what I did when I realised what was going on. Mm-hmm. So for people that don't know, Possibility Storm basically says. Whenever a player casts a spell from his or her hand, that player exiles it. Then exile cards from the top of his or her library until he or she exiles a card that shares a card type with it. That player may cast that card without playing its paying its mana cost, and then all the cards that you've exiled go in the bottom of your storm in a random uh, bottom of your deck in a random order. So, my opponent 
played, I, I can't think it was a couple, it must have been a love struck beast or a bone crusher giant or something, and, and basically possibility storm triggered, um, and they exiled a bunch of cards until they got to enter the infinite, which says, it's a, it's a let me do some counting, it's a 12 drop blue sorcery mythic from Gatecrash that I've never seen before. It says, draw cards equal to the number of cards in your library, then put a card from your hand on top of your library. You have no maximum hand size until end of turn. So they basically draw all their library. Yeah, draw, draw your deck. And then basically draw your deck and then put one back so that you don't you don't deck yourself, yeah. essentially, if you have to draw a card. So that, that happens. What do you think happened next, Casey? Um, Thassa's Oracle? No. Jace Wielder of Mysteries? It's better. It's better. It's better. Okay. So um, my opponent then plays. So okay, so they've played in, in the infinite. I'm I'm kind of mentally trying to think how how this works. So they've played uh they've played in the infinite, and they, they put the card that they put back is Barbaric Boss Enraged. Oh sure. And then they cast another and a creature, whatever creature it is, I don't remember, it's not relevant. And yeah. they, they draw they get their Borborygmus enraged and they cast it without playing paying its mana cost. Uh-huh. So Borborygmus Enraged has an ability that says you can discard a land card, Borborygmus Enraged deals three damage to target creature or player. So because they've already drawn their whole deck and they have no maximum hand size and they're sitting with an entire deck in their hands, what they do is discard land cards until I'm dead. Right. And I died. I definitely did die as a result of that, and I wasn't even mad because it was just—I'd never seen this. I'd never seen this deck before, and it was just yeah. so funny. I was like, "Okay, sure." And uh, what made it even better was that Barbaric, their their copy of Barbarigmos was in German. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit! I can't remember what Barbarigmos in Rage does because I haven't seen it for ages." So I had to call a judge for Oracle text, and uh, the judge is a friend of mine in Casey's, so he comes over, and I'm like, "I need the Oracle text for this," and he said. That's not the question I expected you to ask me when I got here. <laughs> I was like, no, you know what? That's not a question I expected to ask either. So that was that was how that was that was how I lost round one. Basically, it was a possibility storm borbering most enraged combo. Sure. I, I I was I was like okay. I wasn't even slightly mad about it. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And then a player who played that actually made top eight as well, which is even better. Nice. So that was round one, and I was like, oh god, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna face some bullshit today. So, round two, I got paired against my friend Dave. Okay. You might remember us talking about in the last episode, Dave who eats weird shit. Yeah. Um, He was playing, it's like Niv, Niv Mizzet Bring to Light. Sure. So, I sit down opposite Dave and my deck, he's 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 really pissed off because my deck's pretty good against his deck. We, we kind of practice and I, I've got a reasonably good matchup. So, I sit down opposite him and I proceed to, in two consecutive games, have my deck cut by him in such a way that I draw nothing but land. Right. And it turns out that when you're drawing nothing but land and you don't have a huge amount of stuff in your hand that can fill your graveyard up and that you cast stuff, you can't do very much. So I died to a bunch of Niv-Mizzet that let Dave draw various cards in his deck, like Teferi and um, not Kyoda. What's the name of the Boros one? Oh, um, oh. the li- the little kid. No, no, no. The the, the um. Oh, the Boros. Boros, yeah. Nahiri. Nahiri, that's it. Right. And uh, various other things, Uro and things like that, that that just killed me. Sure. So I I sat down and the one matchup that I knew and the one matchup that I knew I had a, a decent chance of winning against and got completely flooded. Oh. So I spent a lot of it going, Dave. Dave, come on, Dave. Dave, why are you like this? Dave, why are you like this? And like, at this point, I'm kind of, I'm like two rounds in, and I'm actually I'm having fun. I can't remember the last time I had I had fun playing a competitive magic event. Yeah. It hasn't happened for a long time, because round one was fun, and it was against, it was against somebody who was really nice, and knew me from, from judging things, and was like, oh, I've never played you in a tournament before, normally you're judging me. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I judged my opponent in round one and found them outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> having played this combo and then I was playing against Dave and I, I lost and it was like that, that's that's fine I don't mind playing against, playing against people I know doesn't stress me out round 3 I was playing what was it Mono Red Prowess right which was not something that I had and I had sideboard notes and stuff and so far I'm like I've put one round that I, had, I could sideboard against mm-hmm. basically so I'm playing Mono Red Prowess and that's when I started to get a little bit wobbly because I, I did a couple of like 
stupid things. I didn't I didn't get a judge called, but like I would play and traverse the open world and then I would forget to tap my land or something for it and my opponent pointed it out and it's like, oh sure, yeah, I forgot to tap that. So I didn't get a judge called, but that, it kind of started to rattle me a little bit because that's normally when something like that happens, that's when I start to lose the plot a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I start to think, oh fuck, like this is this is all gonna go downhill. I'm gonna end up making some other daft mistake or whatever. But I basically managed to I managed to win by playing Uro a lot to gain back the life that so it's basically like play a creature, play all the burn spells, and um, get your life total down with the burn spells, activate prowess in the creature and just keep swinging. Yeah. So I played Uro and kind of got Uro back often enough that I was gaining life back. Um and then I was playing Thoughtseize and stuff as well that would take all the, the you know the the other creatures basically out of out of their hand and mm-hmm. leaving them with, with nothing. So they're they're getting fewer and fewer cards in hand and they've got this like one, two and I'm recurring Uro at the graveyard and things. Yeah. So I won that one, which was fine. I'd started to get a little bit rattly, so I ate a hot dog. Very good idea. Was that a good hot dog? It was such a good hot dog, it's a chili cheese hot dog. Excellent. So good. It gave me like horrendous heartburn later on, but whatever. Like it was a ch- it was it was amazing. I had a hot dog and I had a coffee because I was exhausted and I felt I felt better. And I think at this point was about the point where the judge said to me, "You know what? I I, I can see you like struggling to like get down the the rows of the seats mm-hmm. because I'm not a small person anymore." And he was like, "Okay, I'll give you. You can sit here. You can you can sit here in the seat, so you don't have to like disrupt the entire tournament every time you want to go sit down opposite your opponent." You're, and I keep like fixed seating due to your spawn. Your yeah, spawn. I keep like breathing in as well to try and get past people, then realizing that's not going to work anymore. Yeah, like I can I feel myself doing it, and I'm like, "Oh, this hasn't this has had zero effect. Phenomenal." So anyway, I got this fixed seating. Round four, I. What did I play around for? Oh, another deck that apparently is quite big in the meta, but I'd never heard heard much about. Uh, spirits. Yes, Bant Spirits. Bant Spirits are just... I think the one I played was just straight up um, Azorius Spirits. Okay. So, quite fast. Not great against me. A lot of flyers. Mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time throwing shit into my graveyard to play big stuff, but a lot of the big stuff doesn't have reach. I think it plays one... My, my deck plays one copy of Ishkana. Sure. Which which does have reach. Um so I got absolutely dismantled in the first game by this this spirits deck and I was like, well, okay, great. So I sideboarded in like a bunch of removal. I had like one copy of Languish in the sideboard that was a last minute decision to put in. Mm-hmm. So I thought Languish, great, that's that's gonna I just wait for the playload of spirits and then I play Languish and it probably doesn't kill a lot on my board if I've got like a six six Udo and maybe an Emrakul and stuff. Yeah. So Game two, I shuffle and I I turn one, uh, turn two. Sorry, I think it was like a Sater Wayfinder, which is I think this is Sater Wayfinder, the one that puts the cards in your graveyard as opposed to the one with your library. Uh, yes. Just Google yeah, it. Yeah, puts so the cards I, in the graveyard. So I play the Sater Wayfinder and I look look at the top four, reveal the top four cards of my library, and you can put a land in, in your hand. So I find a land, and unfortunately, the first card that I ripped off the top to the Sater Wayfinder was Languish. Oh no. <laughs> Which is exactly what I said when I saw it. I was like, really? Um, and I I think, I can't remember how I won, but I, I won game two. Yeah. I forget how. Game three, I drew... Game three, was a really, it was a really good game, and I was I think I was quite unlucky not to win, because I basically drew, drew two Thoughtseize in a row, mm-hmm. dismantled my opponent's hand, essentially, kind of stalled them long enough that if I'd had the means to play Uro and bring Udo back without it being countered by Mystical Dispute, which is what happened, then I I would have won, basically. Yeah. Um, but I the Mystical Dispute is a card that only costs one to counter a blue spell. Mystical Dispute is a hell of a card. It's a card, yeah. yeah. So I got, I got Mystical Disputed a bunch of times. Um, I couldn't recur I didn't I didn't get enough sort of graveyard fillers or anything to, to recur Udo enough time, so I didn't gain as much life. Mm-hmm. And I'd kind of been shocking lands in and stuff and playing a bunch of things. I think I played like three Thoughtseize. So I really killed myself, basically. Sure. Um, and I'd, I'd, I was like, it's fine. I can I can bring Uro back. I can gain life back. I can do this and that. And it, it never happened and my opponent stabilised and I died. And I was sad. Mm-hmm. Because I, 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 was, I was pretty sure that if I'd managed to get off the ground a little bit faster, I would have won that because I just completely ruined my opponent's hand um, to the point where they were behind on 
anything to play that wasn't land, essentially. And it took them a long time to draw a white source to play the the Flippy Angel. Our name's escaped me. Baby Brain is a hell of a thing. The Flippy Angel? Uh, Avison? Avison. Archangel Avison. Avison. Archangel Yeah, that's the one. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, that was a bit of a bummer. But it was it was fun, and it was a good game, and I don't think I did anything wrong, technically. Yeah. And at this point, I'm having I'm having fun, like a lot of fun. Like I I I genuinely don't remember the last time I played a competitive tournament and had fun. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would sit down and I would just I would maybe have fun for like a round, and then I would just start to just wobble, and then I would drop after like round three, and I'd be like, I can't, I physically can't do this anymore. But I'm like, no, this is good. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Round four, I play. What the fuck did I play round four? Oh wait, no, this is round five. I'm dumb. It's not round four. It's round five. So round five, I, I go and I sit down against somebody that I've never met, but who was lovely. Very lovely opponent in round five. And I, I sit down and play Mono Blue Mill, which is a tech that whenever I sit down and play against, I'm like, oh no. Because I always, no matter what I'm playing, I always end up losing to Mill decks, and it's so sad. So uh, what happened on Mill is that I got all of my lands into the graveyard and couldn't play anything, and subsequently just died because all of the cards that I wanted to play were in my graveyard and it's very hard to like Uro's fine Uro's meant to be there yeah Uro's meant to be there and it, it saves you having to play it and sacrifice it basically you can just escape it from the graveyard I think I won one game like that right but like Emrakul for example yeah Emrakul's a sad card to see in the graveyard because you technically can get it back if you with like uh, Liliana the Last Hope but it's not really a card that you you kind of want to be drawing that off like a, a Traverse the Open World with Delirium. You don't really want to see it sitting in your graveyard while you're trying to find a Planeswalker to then get it back. So I lost I lost to Mono Blue Mill, which is not a deck that I, I thought would I would ever see in Pioneer. But I had a very nice opponent. That's good. From Dumfries. It was very nice. So I enjoyed that. And we had a nice chat afterwards. So yeah, I went like 1-4, which perhaps wasn't great but I had fun and I had fun, fun and I didn't cry and it, I think that's that was the 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 most important thing I didn't I didn't cry mm-hmm. I didn't make any major mistakes I didn't have to get any warnings or anything or any game losses which was nice um like normally my the, the two things that used to really stress me out when I played was the idea that if I did something like I made a really stupid play or did something really daft, people would be like, what an idiot. And I, I did have one of my opponents say to me after the game, I, I don't understand why you did this. I think it was like, why I didn't sideboard the Thoughtseize out. Sure. And I normally would have been like, oh shit, that was a, you're right, that was a really stupid thing to do. What was I thinking? And that would kind of, so that would kind of like kick me off the cliff, as it were. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of able to say oh well because of basically because i i can play uro and recur uro out of the graveyard mm-hmm. and i can gain life back so like playing thoughtsies doesn't really bother me because the chances are i'm going to be playing like one or two at least and gaining my life back it doesn't impact you that much in the long term yeah it's yeah. not it's it's not it's not it's not a, a critical life loss because i i have ways of gaining life back yeah which was nice to be able to kind of have that perspective mm-hmm. and go well this is why I did this and um the other thing that used to really freak me out was that my husband too I I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna do the thing of oh well you know he's so shit at magic like kind of banner thing because he's, mm-hmm. he's he's a much better player than I am he plays a lot more he has a much more sort of strategically kind of analytical mind than I do sure he's just much better in general at it so normally when if if i was playing in like a pptq or something he would he would be watching my game just to just to kind of just to watch it because like he's there and he's finished whatever and that used to really really like wrap me from zero to 100 because i knew that he would be what he would know if i'd done something that would have lost me the game basically if i'd made some stupid play yeah and it used to really stress me out it stressed me when anybody watched me but it used to really stress me out when he watched me and then afterwards if I'd made a, a play that wasn't that great, he would kind of say to me, oh, you know, this is what you could have done instead. Meaning it as like a bit of feedback. Yeah. Which is great, because I, you know, it feedback's how you improve and stuff. But when I was really stressed out and having a really bad day, and he would just immediately start saying to me, this is, this is, you know, if that happens again, this, this is what you should do. It used to really make it much worse. Sure. 
just compounds. Yeah, and I used to get really, really stressed out and angry and be like, stop, and you, you need to not immediately jump on me and start telling me what I've done wrong, basically. Yeah. So um, he kind of was watching my games on Sunday, but from a distance, like he could see what I was doing, but I didn't realise he was watching because he knew that it would... It, I don't think it would have done now mm-hmm. because I'm, 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 I wasn't quite as stressed out any, partly because I just didn't really care because I was just like, fuck it, I got this deck yesterday, I'm just going to turn up and play Magic. I have no idea what's in it. I have no idea what you're playing. I don't know what any of these decks do. Yeah. So I don't think it would have freaked me out quite so much, but he was standing far enough away anyway that I wouldn't have known he was there. Right. And he came up to me afterwards and I was like expecting him to be like, oh, this is what you should have done. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, instead, he just kind of went, you know, like there was nothing, yeah, there was, there was like nothing you could have done there that would have won you that, basically, and you, everything you did was correct, mm-hmm. which was nice. Yeah. It's kind of nice to, to turn around and, and, and immediately be like, oh God, I'm going to get told what I did wrong, and it'd be fine out you've done nothing wrong. That's kind of a confidence booster. Yeah. And like, um, in the car on the way back, he was questioning why I'd done something. Um, I think it was against the Spirits player. Why I'd done something one way and instead of doing it a different way, basically to win. I think I, I basically um, made an attack and my opponent didn't block. And I was like, okay, if they, if I attack and they block, then I can, I can. I think it was attack with Uro. I can get another Uro out of my library and play it, and then bring another one back out of the graveyard and play that, and basically gain enough life to survive another turn. Yeah. Because my opponent was on low enough life. Um, I had like an Ishkanan something as well that I could have attacked with, but I didn't. Okay. And my opponent was on. I, I, I tapped. My opponent was on eleven. I attacked with the Euro. They didn't block and went down to five. Mm-hmm. And I used the. Is it Castle Garen? Break the name of the green one. That's the green one, yeah. Yeah, I basically used the ability on that and all my lands to make a five-five Hagabat Walker and just took all the counters off, killed them. Nice. Like that seems like a, that, that's probably a really obvious play to a lot of people that are playing that sort of deck. But like for someone that that hasn't played the deck before, as hasn't played Magic much for the past like however long, mm-hmm. um, sometimes doesn't see things like that. And I was I was quite impressed myself for for spotting that. Yeah. It probably sounds a little bit. It probably sounds very obvious to like most seasoned Magic players. But whatever. I was I was impressed myself. Um, and I, I kind of was able to explain to my husband why I'd done that as opposed to... The, I can't remember why, what the issue was with the other way that I could have done it. Mm-hmm. So I was able to kind of explain in the car on the way back why I'd done what the, done it the way that I did it. And I didn't just go, oh my god, you're right, I'm so bad at magic, what am I doing? Just open the car door, shove me out and run me over, please. Which is normally the sort of attitude that I would have had. We, we recommend that you don't do that, though. Don't run people over. Especially not Kirsty. No, please don't run me over. But <laughs> I'd probably the way I am now, I'd probably write off your car, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a success. Excellent. I didn't cry. I wasn't stressed. I, I don't even think I would have been stressed if I'd had a judge called on me because mm-hmm. it's like I've spent enough time talking up saying to people like it's not a big deal if you get a warning or whatever. Yeah. It's not. It's not a huge deal. But uh, it was. It was good. And I, I feel you like I've I had fun. I had, I had loads of fun. It was so good. I'm I'm going to play a standard tournament now on Sunday as well because I had so much fun at the last one. It was just good. And I feel like I've I've now achieved something that that I said I was going to do at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And it's not as bad. And now I can I can go back and actually play tournaments as well as judging them. Yeah. I was very proud of myself. Good. I'm proud of you too. I had fun, and all my all my games were were, were interesting and. There wasn't a single game I had when I felt like it was... Well, there was a couple when I felt like I had a total non-game. But it was mm. it's okay because, you know, one of them was against my friend and one of them was against Borbenigmos combo. Yeah. To which I, I, I could only say bravo. Hurrah. Hurrah, indeed. It was it was, it was was amazing. And I was really pleased that the Borbenigmos player made top eight because they um, were saying that they'd turned up with a meme deck and laughing about the fact that it was never going to get anything in it banned so that they were safe. Yeah. Because it was never, no, no, you're never going to ban like Enter the Infinite or Borbenigmos. Or, or Possibility Storm. Yeah, so we were all having a laugh about the fact that this deck's safe, nothing's ever going to get banned, you can play it forever. And then they, like, and then um, it, it made top eight, and I was like, nice. good, yeah, good for you. So yeah, that's one of that's one of my goals achieved, and I, I guess the next step now is to just win the players turn. play more. When the that's obviously the next step. You'll see me. Uh, you'll you'll see me at the next uh, the next Mythic Championship, everybody. 
Mythic Invitational. Mythic Invitational, sorry, there's no Mythic Champion. Mythic Invitational. So, yeah, goal goal achieved. I've still got a few more to tick off, but I think we're, we're doing well in our goals. Yeah. Streaming more, well. playing competitive events. Yeah. We just need for you to judge a US event and me to do something else that I can't remember because I've forgotten what my goals were. They probably weren't important. No, after, that was the biggest problem they weren't important. Who cares? You've done one, that's enough, right? I've achieved something, it's only February. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm just taking the rest of the year off. Sounds good to me. So, here's a, here's something we haven't done for a while, Casey. Yeah? There, there was what a stone guessing game. Oh. Fucking love the Rosewater Stone guessing game. For those that don't know, Rosewater Stone is a Twitter account that um, basically takes the text of magic cards, runs it through several different levels of Google Translate, and then translates it back into English. So they, they throw it through like six or seven la- different languages and then, and then translate it back into English and put the text back on the card and post it. Some of them are, are, are quite recognisable mm-hmm. as what they were. Some of them are not. I've got a selection of Theros Beyond Death cards, and I'm I'm going to read out the card and give various clues, and Casey's going to try and guess what what the English card is, what the original English card is. Let's do it. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the name of the card first of all, and then I'll I'll start giving you the more text, and if you need any extra help, I'll give you like the mana cost and stuff. Okay. So the first one is called "That's the Joke." Right. Um. Is it, is it Arena Trickster? It is not. Okay. Card type, Regional Law. Regional Law. Okay. The, uh, the card text reads, Animals or fish must be shot. Look in the upper left corner of the folder. You can look at the tomb. Right. It does, so it's doing, it's doing something with your graveyard. It costs three and a black. Three and a black. Um, is it the card that returns a creature and or land from your graveyard to your hand? It is not. Um, if you if you want if you want um another clue, I can give you the flavor text, but I'm not sure that'll help. Go for it. Flavor text reads, and this is a, a quote: "Doctors can't do it for a living or for fun. In fact, they help eliminate hunger." A quote from Clothes, The End of God. So the flavour text has a quote from Clothis, God of Destiny. Yes. A black card with a quote from Clothis, God of Destiny. Um, It's not Inevitable End, is it? It is not. It's an instant. I'll give you, I'll give you a clue. An instant? It's an instant. Three in a black instant called That's the Joke. I have no idea. I don't know why I'm bothering to tell you the name again, because it has absolutely no relevance to the to the English card. It was Eat to Extinction. Eat to Extinction? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's the joke. So that, that's that's an example of just how completely non- nonsensical they can be. Yeah. Here's 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 one. It's, it's called The Smell of Air. Right. A card type, Scandal. Scandal. Okay. Scandal. Each judge makes four or more electronic card payments. When all the men are exterminated, leave. Is that Storm's Wrath? No, but you're not a million miles away. Um. You're you're kind of on the same the same cycle. Right. Um. I, now I don't want to give you the mana cost because it will give it away. I give you the flavor text. Go for it. During the War of the Gods, this disease is very beneficial. I presume I presume this is the this is the disease that's exterminating all the men. Yeah. Um fuck, I don't know. If I give you the mana cost, it's a sorcery. Well that if I give you the mana cost, will that I, help? I, I guessed it was a sorcery. Two two white white. Two white white Oh it's the it's the Wrath of God. It's um Shatter the Sky. Shatter the Sky, that's it. Eliminating all the men. Yeah. Okay, okay, here's one. Dry, it's a, this is a creature. Okay. Dried broccoli. <laughs> right. <laughs> to card type. Designed by cat. Designed by cat. Right. Designed by cat. Okay. Cannot confirm or deny if this is true. It has uh, it has a, an ability that says you pay 
green and one green, one white, the spoon cannot be pulled before the tooth disappears. If the Lion King returned to the mainland, then it was the Bronze Age. For an exciting life, you lead with oh, one green, one white. It's Is it Bronze Hide Lion? It is Bronze Hide Lion. Or Dried Broccoli. Dried Broccoli. According to Google. See, from the, from the name, I was convinced something like Dryad of the Elysian Grove. That would have made sense. What gave it away? Was it designed by Cat or the Ability? It was the Ability. Okay, here's, here's a good one. Half liver, no medicine. Right. <laughs> sounds sounds dangerous. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna give you the I'm not gonna give you the card type because that'll just give it away. Sure. This is another creature. Half point enters the battlefield with six plus one plus one enemies. Fly twelve feet plus one slash one to your area. Is it Polucronos Unchained? <laughs> it is. <laughs> the, the card type was zombie zombie hydra in addiction. Z- zombie zombie hydra. In addiction. In addiction. The rest right. of the text reads, If the plus one plus one numbers are lost before the incoming polynomials, correct one correctly and delete plus one plus one. <laughs> one, one, <laughs> one black green. The quasi-cycle is struggling for other purposes. Yep. And it also has the ability exit. Four black green. Send the remaining six leaves of the grave. <laughs> Phenomenal card. Yeah, phenomenal card. Phenomenal. Okay, this one's this this one's called Well Look. Right. Which I presume is a slightly posture way of saying look here, you little shit. Oh, you can't talk. There's also a <laughs> yes. This is also a, a, a creature. It's uh, well, it's it's a creature, but also has another type. Okay. Um, it's card type, a fun phenomenon. You. Right. Text says we can swallow it. No matter how long you rely on green instead of five, blockchain is the difference. The capital letters, like it's got like the one generic mana symbol, represent a small number. Two in a green. Specify the types of library cards. If the animal is a plant, hold it on your shoulders. Otherwise, you can bury him in the tomb. Um, is this Scola Grove Dancer? It is not. It's a five six. A five six. For three in a green. Um, I was kind of hesitant to say it, it, it's a creature. It is It is a creature, technically. Is it an enchantment creature? It is an enchantment creature. Is it, is it Nylea? Yes, it's Nylea. Keen-eyed. You get it? Keen-eyed? Well, look. Well, look. Yep. You get it? You get it? Nice. Okay, here's another creature called Progress Progress. <laughs> <laughs> Card type. That's right. A fisherman. Right, okay. Card, te- <laughs> card text. Brussels. Air conditioning. Brussels air conditioning. Two. That's two separate lines. What's it called? Progress, progress. The flavour text is uh, open as a quote. Open the, ch- open the children of heaven and receive the grass. Watermelon. Is it vexing gull? It is ve- very good. It is vexing gull. <laughs> How did you get that? I was trying to think of a... A creature that had exactly two abilities, and one of them, like, what were the abilities called? Brussels and air conditioning. Air conditioning said flying to me. I really like that um, the, fl- the the card type is, that's right, a fisherman, mm-hmm. um, where the actual card type is, like, creature, bird, has yeah, absolutely no relevance to fish. But it has a fisherman fish, in the arc. But it's, got a, it's like carrying off a fish, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. I actually thought that might have been what gave it away. Okay. Um, here's, uh, here's another creature. Croco- crocodiles staring at Taita. Okay. Card type. Dude, the biggest. Is this Croxa Titan of Endless Hunger? How the f- How- Okay, yes it is. I'm so- Is that just because it sounds like crocodiles? It, it sounds like crocodiles and the, the, the card type being dude, the biggest was like, um, it's oh, going to be an elder giant. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. The, the rest of the text was, um- when a soldier goes to the battlefield, kill him if he cannot survive. Yep. Seems legit. Each time a hook enters or attacks a bitcoin, each opponent loses one card. After that, all three lives were lost to opponents who did not cancel. Have they updated the the dictionary on Rosewater Stone? Because it's been going on and on about things like bitcoin and blockchain a lot today. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. 
I mean, I guess if it's running through Google Translate, then there's going to be like translations for modern stuff, I guess. Um, it has it has an ability called I'm alive dot dot dot. <laughs> black black red red, and the next five cards are gone, which seems like a reasonable descriptor of how escape works. To be that, honest, that is exactly how escape works. I'm alive <laughs> black black red red. The next five cards are gone. <laughs> yeah. The card the rules text for that is you can send this notice to pay your bill. So good news, everyone. If you have any outstanding debt, you can just send in a copy of Crocs or Titan of Death's Hunger. Sweet, that's the cheap that one. Will, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, will, that will pay your bill. Okay. Uh, this one, this this is a... Uh, I think it's an instant. Let me double check. It's an instant, yeah. It's a great death. Okay. Card type, that's why. The card text is just make weird animals. Make weird animals. Yeah, make weird animals. Is it final death? It is final death. The the flavour text says, The planet has no plans for the future of death. It only destroys memory, identity, and how they disappear, leaving the elastic component known as the grass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Famous elastic component. Mm-hmm. Okay, another creature called actually, comma, she looks like a rose. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. It's nice. Card type, big animals. Terrible. Right. Here, 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 is the, uh, here is the card text. If you are still alive, listen to the water as you irrigate the thongs. <laughs> yeah, you heard that correctly. Irrigate the, th- irrigate the thongs. Yeah. Each time you fight or attack, you are three years old, and every time you draw a card, you get it. Is this... Is there any more rules text? There is another ability. Right. In information. Is it Uro Titan Adventure of Wrath? <laughs> yes, it is. The final ability on Uro Titan of Nature's Wrath, aka actually she looks like a rose, is information. Green, green, blue, blue. Learn about the deep vault of the other five cards. In brackets, you will get this card from your child. It will set you free. <laughs> I really fucking hope I get a copy of. Uro Titan of Nature's Wrath from my child, by the way, because yeah. like, I think I need one more to play a decent deck. One, one of the extended art foil ones, that would be nice. Yeah, it will, will set me free, because I will be able to play decks I want instead of having to yeah. play like decks with other things put in them that I don't particularly want to play. Yeah. Very relevant. Okay, um, this is uh, uh, this is another creature. A lot of creatures. It's called Please Select a Disease. Right. Card type. The Story of Web Designers. Okay. Is is it Grim Physician? It is not Grim Physician. Okay. It has it has uh, some some text. I'm gonna read the text out. It says erectile dysfunction balances your commitment to black. Sure. <laughs> and in brackets, red costs will be charged for all obligations associated with your cancellation. I don't know what you're cancelling based on that, apart from maybe like your boner, I guess. It's Ability at the bottom, one and a black. Get more than one Christmas card. This will make playing with the individual card easier. Um, is it Erebos? It is not, but you're not a million miles off. It's, oh, like a... is it Temeret? Temeret, yeah. Chosen from death. Yeah. Please select a disease. Some of them you can actually read it and you can see where the logic is. Yeah. And some of them you cannot. Like this one, for example, which is called... It's another creature called Copper Burp. Copper Burp, nice. God... Creature... Uh, card type, sorry. God God is kind of old. Right. I feel like this card has the same issue as Timurit because the the, the, the text starts off with... Is it, un- is it Perforos Bronze-Blooded? Uh, yes, <laughs> it is. I feel like Perforos has the same issue because the text starts off with unable to penetrate. Oh, oh my... <laughs> If the force is five times less, treat the other animals in the refrigerator. Yep. Some people took it straight away. Did they? (laughs) Apparently. Two in a red. You can install new devices or commands or new battlefields. Give the person a feeling at the beginning of the next process. Oh. Give them a feeling? I need a perforos in my life. Unable to penetrate and give the person a feeling or kind of don't really match up. No, they don't. He's trying. He's trying his best. Okay. Here's a here's a here's a personal Scourge Diva's favourite card, given there was what a stone treatment. It's a creature. It's called Countless Dirty Dances. Right. Card type, real meat processing. 
Right. <laughs> the text has it has it has an ability. Keyword ability. Rabbit. Sure. Other pornographers you control get plus one plus one and you're worried. Right. Now see I was thinking rabbit is probably haste, which kind of makes sense if this is Gallia of the Endless Dance, given <laughs> yeah, your other satyr is plus one plus one. It is Gallia of the Endless Dance, featuring everyone's favourite banana satyr in the background. Fucking love banana satyr. Uh, it finishes with, if you attack three or more animals, turn the card on. If yes, make two cards. Nice. And uh, big mood, big mood flavour text, I'm not as successful as I thought. Oh, poor Gallia. Poor Gallia. We still love you, Gallia. We love Gallia. I've got a bonus one here, by the way. This is this this just this tickled me when I was reading it. This is not a Theros Beyond Death card. Okay. It's from um let me just remind myself. I think it's from Dragons of Tarkir. Right, okay. No no I lie, it's from Fate Reforged. That's going back. Uh, it's a it's a green card. It's a green enchantment. Okay. It's called Sufficient Income. Okay. Card type interesting. Interesting. You're gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna click when I've said it's a green enchantment. When I read the next bow, it's gonna click, but it tickled me when I was reading it. When entering the frontier area, select can or doggo. <laughs> it's frontier siege. <laughs> yeah, select yeah. can or doggo. And then it gives you two options farm, to add basic steps, add green, green. Yes, dragons, birds, we have gone to war and you can fight whatever you want to fight. Amazing. Which. <laughs> Which I like because it makes it sound like the dragons were the only thing um, stopping the birds from like descending into civil war with each other. And now that, they've, now that they've gone away to fight something else, it's like, fuck it, do what you want. And the dragons are actually doggos. The dragons are actually doggos. I'm into it. Yeah. That tickled me. So yeah, that was that was the Theros the, the, the Beyond Death edition of the Rosewater Stone guessing game. Would recommend um, following their at Rosewater Stone on Twitter. Would recommend following them because they're very, very funny. Definitely. I deliberately don't follow them so that we can play this game. Yeah, we will play more. We will play more um, in, in going forward because I really like. Yeah. <laughs> I really like reading them out. Here's actually here's a here's one that I've just clicked on. A last here's a last bonus one. Here's a, a sorcery for you, right? Okay. It's called expression. Right. Card type short. Text. I lost my life and can't find it. Uh. Is it an instant? It's a sorcery. It's a sorcery, okay. Two black black. I lost my life and can't find it. What set is it from? Um, it's from oh there's there's a few. Before before I tell you what sets they're from, by the way, I wanna say that I wanna say that when you actually sit and when you when you think about how the, the, the actual real text in this card and then you look at the Rosewater Stone one, it actually it does you can see where it's getting it from and it is quite clever. What was the text again? I lost my life and can't find it. Okay. First printed in Planar Chaos. Oh, it's Damnation. Yeah. Destroy all creatures, they can't be regenerated. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. clever. So yeah, follow, follow this Twitter account, or if you want to play along at home, don't follow it because that's cheating. But they, I think they, they post a new card every day that they've, they've translated. Um, when the new sets come out, they print new ones. There's some silver-bordered ones on there as well, so definitely worth a follow. Well, that was all fun and games. Yep. It's time to get angry. Come on, Casey, what's pissed you off this week? So, there was another secret layer announced this week. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I know where this is going already. You, you, you know what one I'm talking about, don't you? I so, know which one you're talking about, yeah. The International Women's Day 2020 secret layer. It's November 19th, by the way, boys. Yeah, boys, it's, it's November 19th. That's International Man's Day. Yeah. Um. So... I'm not here to complain about Secret Lair, because I think Secret Lair's fine. It's good. It's a, yeah. it's a great product. It's nice. Let's them innovate. Let's them do little niche things like this. This one's even donating half its money to charity. That's cool. Yeah. But, of course, within minutes, like, we actually almost had a bet in one of our group chats how long it was going to take. But within minutes, we saw... What are they going to do for International Men's Day? And, like, fucking all these complaints about, uh, why are they doing that, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, one, it's November 19th. I'm glad you're asking what they're going to do for it. 
rather than what about it because that that means you've learned when it is and that's good this is an improvement i mean it's 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 really an 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 evolution of the complaints when we're not complaining about not having an international men's day yeah it's when people know when it is and they're complaining about what are we going to do for international men's day yeah that's kind of heartening in a way a a little bit and i kind of thought was it a wizard to do something for international men's day because it is a very a very good cause to support and i think people more people should look into what it entails and what it's what it's there to kind of raise awareness of and what it's for instead of just using it to clap back at people whenever international women's day comes up in conversation educate yourself right anyway carry on i can answer that question for you we don't know it's fucking nine months away like (laughs) they're not gonna answer that question they announced the fucking theros god ones the moment they went on sale they're not going to tell you in february what they're doing for a secret layer in november so it's not a fucking valid complaint it's 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 really you're just complaining for the sake of complaining because you want something to complain about yeah and wanting something to complain about seems to be a real theme for these secret layers like Bitter Blossom's only got one card in it. Well, that's fine. Like, do you you need a Bitter Blossom? No? Then why are you worried? Do you need a Bitter Blossom? Yes? Fucking buy one then. Who gives a shit that it's only got one card in it? It's not (laughs) like it's a surprise. It's not like you order a mystery box and you open the mystery box up and, and it could have anything in it. It could even be a boat, but it's not. It's just one Bitter Blossom. No, you, you know what you're buying. And then there's the complaints about, oh, there's, there's another secret layer already. There's so many. And this is this is leading me to the actual rager, which is, oh, that I can't believe there's another secret layer already. Like, they're fucking, they're, they're milking this dry. They're, they're putting them out too quickly. They were meant to be special. Like, they're not special if there's one every few weeks. Look, I know a lot of Magic players don't want to hear this. But you don't fucking need to buy everything. You don't need to own every product. Like, there's 2,000 Commander decks coming out this year. Don't buy them all. It's not too many. Because you don't need to own all of them. There's 40,000 secret layers. Fine. Only buy the ones that you actually want. I need to buy 20 copies of Unsanctioned to get all the fucking shiny lands. No, you don't. You you don't need them. If you want them, then fine, buy them. But wanting them's on you. Wanting them's not on Wizards of the Coast. You don't need to buy every product. And, like, just buy them separately if you specifically want specific things out of a product, but you don't want to buy the whole product. Just buy them separately yeah the, the secondary market exists yeah just because wizards refuse to acknowledge it doesn't mean it doesn't exist yeah exactly and like people complaining about it's, it's ruining the specialness how is it ruining the specialness when they're all different yeah see if they just see if they i tell you what would ruin the specialness of them was if they just mass released them and you could buy them in stores and that's not going to be a popular thing that like, people are probably going to clap back on, at me on Twitter on this because they will disagree with this. But I like Secret Layer not being available in stores. I don't think it's taking anything away from shops because it's not a product shops can... It's not like stores used to be able to get it and now they can't. It's a unique, time-limited thing. If stores could buy it, they'd just buy a 100 and sit on them and then they wouldn't be special. But this is... It's... Wizards are releasing more and more products every year because they are expanding. They, they are. It seems to me anyway that they are realizing that there is there's more than just a magic player. There's the the competitive player. There's the 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 casual player. There's the the new player. There's the commander player. There's the the modern player. There's the collector. Yeah. There's the player that likes to bling all their stuff out. The Vorthos player who likes, you know, the lore and the art and things like that. Yeah. And they're expanding the amount of products they are releasing to accommodate for all these players. Yeah. And I think people need to move their mindset from I'm a magic player, 
Wizards released products for Magic players, therefore I need to buy every product, to I'm a competitive standard and modern player, therefore I need to buy the products that are going to have an impact on standard and modern. Or, I'm a legacy player, so I need to buy the products that will have an impact on legacy. I'm a collector, therefore I need to pick and choose the products that appeal to me most to add to what I collect, because I collect fairy cards, or shiny planeswalkers, or whatever that might be. Don't fucking buy everything. You don't need to buy everything. <laughs> There's a real kind of almost a sense of like deep offence when wizards release something and it's it's either not in, aimed at a particular subset of players or it's just not something they want. Yeah. It's almost like a deep personal insult has been de- deposited. Yeah. Like genuinely, some people are really angry. They're like, oh, this is fucking stupid. Why is this happening? It's like, I, I always like when I see people saying, on Twitter, like that. Okay, this this isn't for me because I've seen a few people about about various things like Jumpstart, for example, the new thing that's coming out with the boosters that I don't know a huge amount about because it's not for me. Yeah. Um. Or unsanctioned, I think the new the new onset thing that's coming out again. Not not for me, but whatever. Yeah. Um. But people are there's some people are like, well, okay, you know, they're, they're looking at the people that are that are getting really mad, and it's like I can accept that this is not this is not something that is for me. It's aimed at a different a different demographic of the of the player base, and it's not for me. If something's not for you, that doesn't mean that it, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's not a good product. It doesn't mean it shouldn't be released. If it's something that's aimed at, at something, like if they released a commander product and it was just shit, right? Yeah. Say they've just released this commander, not even like a a deck, like a commander themed sort of set or whatever. I think they're. Am I making up when I say that they're like releasing like a commander themed sort of draft set at the end of the year? Yeah, Commander Legends. Right, so that's 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 a draft like draft supplemental product thing that's coming out later in the year, right? Yes. Yeah. So the, if they if the cards if, that are in it are going to be legal in formats in which they're already legal, or if they're new cards, they'll be legal in Legacy and Vintage. Right. And if you're a Legacy or Vintage player, you don't need to buy the boosters because the secondary market exists. Yeah, but also if they release that and you're excited because it, it's Commander Masters basically. So if you're a Commander player and it's shit, say it's just like utter garbage, then yeah, be angry. Like if it's aimed at you and it sucks, then yeah, you know. You 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 can be you can be a bit pissed off. You can be disappointed. You can you can voice your displeasure at whatever aspect yeah. of it doesn't meet your requirements as a as a player base. You know, yeah. crack on. But if it's something's obviously not generally something that you like to do, like if you like to play super competitive legacy and you don't really like silver bordered, like why are you getting angry unsanctioned? Yeah, exactly. Wizards are, I wouldn't say wizards are trying to keep everybody happy because that never works, but they're trying to kind of release products more that will keep, that will appeal to a a wider sort of player base. They're they're trying to make sure that there's something for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you don't like any of the cards in the International Women's Day secret layer, don't buy it. If you're not into silver bordered stuff, don't buy unsanctioned. If you don't like the fact that Wizards have released a product that's uh, to celebrate International Women's Day and to, to raise money for an associated charity, we have a different issue. Yeah. But we won't talk about that. We'll talk about the uh, the actual secret layer itself. Like, it's... It just... The, the thing that does I, I have a total disconnect with is if you're a, a Doctor Who fan, you don't watch all the television. If, if you're a, a supporter of <laughs> Liverpool FC, you don't watch all the football. You don't buy like, all the strips for all the clubs. You watch Liverpool and you buy a Liverpool strip. You watch Doctor Who, you might watch Doctor Who Confidential when it's on. Here's a, here's an example, right? I like I I I've I've not kept up with it as much recently, but back in like sort of end of high school, beginning of uni, I was a massive Doctor Who nerd. Yeah. Like massive Doctor Who fan. I used to I used to I used to go out and get like fucking cinema snacks every Saturday night and sit and watch Doctor Who because that was like the highlight of my week. Yeah. Every single week, never missed it. Watched Doctor Who Confidential. Had like I've still got fucking books. I've got audio adventures. I've got I went to the the um the exhibition in Cardiff when it was there. Like massive. I've got a fucking Tardis mug. Yeah. 
I've got loads of Doctor Who shit. I've got. I used to have, when I was in sixth year, so I'm about seventeen. My friend got me a Doctor Who bedspread for Christmas, mm-hmm. and until very recently, until I moved out, I was using that. At the age of like twenty five, I fucking love my Doctor Who bedspread with a Cyberman on it. Yeah. I never ever ever got into Torchwood, which is the sort of spin offs um, series, but with with some of the some of the same characters that had Jack Harkness in it, and yeah. kind of based off. A, a storyline that was in like the the second of the, the newer series. Never liked it. Never got into it. But I'm not fucked off that I didn't like it. Yeah. I don't You're like. Not complaining that they made it. No, I I don't care that it exists. Like I'm not mad that I'm not I'm not mad that they made Torchwood instead of putting on a doubly long Doctor Who series or something. Yeah. It's just it appealed to some people and it didn't appeal to me. But I'm like, you know, more more power to the people who did enjoy it because they had double the amount of television to watch. Exactly. Which is yeah. great, which is good for them. The best the best Doctor Who spin-off was Sarah Jane Adventures anyway. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, that program was good. I never watched much of that, but yeah, it did look it did look pretty good. Yeah. And she had a sonic lipstick. What badass. She did. I know. What a badass. But anyway, that's that's my rager for this week. Stop fucking complaining that Things exist. There's new products coming out when they're not for you. Just don't buy them. Like I'm a I'm a massive Twin Peaks fan. I I don't buy all the David Lynch stuff. <laughs> I don't even buy all the Twin Peaks stuff because I can't afford to buy all the stuff, and I have made the decision to pick and choose what I buy because I'm an adult. <laughs> Grow the fuck up and stop complaining. <laughs> Quite. That's our that's our that's our advice for the week. Yeah. That's our <laughs> takeaway. <laughs> so we've already played a game this episode, Casey, but we we couldn't finish without playing our favourite game. Everyone's favourite game. Shite or delight. Everyone's favourite game. We play it on stream sometimes. You should uh, join our stream and, and see. So Casey's gonna read out a list of things. Objects, concepts, um, adjectives, I don't know. And I, I'm going to rate them shite or delight off the top of my head. Are you ready, Casey? I'm very ready, yes. Okay, let's go. Okay. Pioneer. Delight. Modern. Uh, shite. Klarna. Klarna? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is Klarna? Uh, I'm gonna say delights. I've never used it though. Okay. Pancakes. Oh, fucking delight! Love pancakes. Dreamhacks Arena Tournaments prize pool working out at over a thousand dollars per player. Um, I feel like that's probably shite for the number of players, but for the people there, absolutely a delight. Unsanctioned. Delight because it's not for me, but I can appreciate that other people are really excited about it. Alexander Clamilton. A delight. <laughs> Uh, no draft at the next players tours um shite the world's smallest dual decks delight but also i have a question if your opponent gets really salty are you morally obliged to play the world's smallest violin in response yes okay uh secret layer delight ashiok buggering off to find the phyrexians um Shite. Phyrexians are bad news and I don't know enough about the lore to see if this is good or not. Otters playing the saxophone. Delight! I love otters! Having enough space to download new games without deleting old ones. Oh my god, what a delight! I've got a 4 terabyte hard drive, I'm so excited. Borborygmos chucking lands at your head. Delight. Entering... (laughs) It's just throwing them over hand like a Hail Mary in football. Uh, Entering month 4,386 of your pregnancy. <laughs> uh, shite, but also also delight, because I think by about four. Th- what was it you said? Four thousand three hundred eighty-six. I think by about four thousand three hundred eighty-seven, it should be over. Right. So it's like it's both. Cream eggs. Oh, delight! I can eat so many. Skype being able to see your microphone, but audacity not. Total shite. This happened to us yesterday. <laughs> Absolute shite. Cats that act like dogs. Delight. Fairy lights. Oh, I love fairy lights. Delight. Fucking love fairy lights. Heliod finally getting his comeuppance. Delight. The delight emote. 
Oh my god, our new Twitch emote is such a delight. Please go and look on our Twitch channel. Our friend Steph drew it. It's so good. Not having a shite emote yet. Uh, that's shite, but we will get there. We will. That's the list. Amazing. That was so, that was so good. <laughs> I love Alexander Clamilton. He's my favourite. I love Alexander Clamilton. I love them otters playing the saxophone as well. I also love cream eggs. I could honestly sit and eat like a whole box of cream eggs all in one go. I've I've eaten five cream eggs in the last three days. Nice. I would be impressed if I hadn't eaten like if I I could eat five cream eggs in a day. Oh, I could eat five cream eggs in a row. Nice. I, I paced myself. I used to, when I um, was on my way to work, I used to go into the um, little shop that was just outside the station on the way up and every morning get myself a bottle of Mountain Dew and a cream egg because they had cream eggs pretty much all year round. Nice. Like they, they put the cream eggs out like the day after New Year, I think. Mm-hmm. So that was like my second breakfast was a bottle of Mountain Dew and a cream egg. Nice. And then I crashed so hard at about 11 o'clock. <laughs> Inevitably. But it was worth it. Yeah, always worth it. Casey, if people want to discuss secret layers with you on social media, where can they do such a thing? Please don't, but um, <laughs> you, you can find me on Twitter at PurpleSnap or through the Scourge Divas Twitter at Scourge Divas. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at PurpleSnap or over on the Scourge Divas Twitch stream at twitch.tv forward slash scourge underscore divas. I'm going to see if I get rid of that. It trips me up. Seriously, it trips me up every single week. People must think I'm such a dick for not knowing the name of our own stream. Yeah. Our own Twitch channel. Um, If you want to come and discuss pancakes and cream eggs with me on social media, you can find me uh, on Twitter at HeyWarStartist or on Instagram at HeyWarStartist. Uh, follow the, the Scourge Divas Twitch. I'm usually popping up either on Skype with Casey or at least in chat. Yep. To, he- to help out and generally just shit posts so you can catch us over there um, I think we're starting to post a stream schedule on our tw- uh, Twitter account at Scourge-, Scourge Divas so if you want to kind of find out what we're going to be up to where we're going to be online follow that and have a look Yeah. and you can catch up with us look at Casey's amazing fairy lights yep. which I'm obsessed with, I love fairy lights I love fairy lights I have uh, little little gin bottles in my living room with fairy lights in them Amazing. that I turn on, and they're like they're just like little little lamps with fairy lights, and they're so cute. But anyway, we will uh, we will see you. I say we'll see you next week, but if, we're, if you if you're in our stream, we'll see you before that. We will. Regardless, we will be back with more Scourge Divas nonsense in your ears next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.